0: Welcome, friends. It's Katherine Sidman, Sidco Cat, and this is my podcast. As a cannabis industry professional for the last decade, I have unique access to the experts, entrepreneurs, and enthusiasts who make this industry great. Join me and my guests as we dive into the people, processes, and products that make up this wild ecosystem of cannabis, psychedelics, and emerging medicines. What I'm presenting to you today is not medical advice no way I'm not a doctor and honestly God bless you if you would listen to this podcast and think that um, you should do anything that I say except be nice to people Um, take all my mommy advice but don't take any medical advice from me is ketamine therapy for you I don't know that you need to see a medical professional to tell you that I spoke with a nurse who works in this field, who told me that in her experience, this doesn't work for everyone, but when it works, it works really, really well. She also underlined that the key to the positive therapeutic effects is in the complete therapeutic experience with structure built around before, during, and after the ketamine experience. Today, I bring you an interview with Charles Patty. Who will share his experience with ketamine therapy? Charles is also not a doctor, and nothing that he shares is meant to be medical advice. I learned about Charles Patty and my self wellness during my time in Miami at the Cannadelic Conference. Big shout out to Nurse Colleen and Pete for such a groundbreaking event. I met a ton of people who are doing such good work in this space. I'm so excited to bring their stories to you. Charles Patty has one of those stories that's too good not to share. From a lifetime of addiction, depression, anxiety, and fear to breakthrough wellness, his story is one that I resonate with on a lot of levels. For Charles, the turning point was a series of recreational psychedelic experiences that culminated in a passion for sharing what he calls magical medicine with others. Charles and his team at Myself Wellness provide ketamine assisted therapy to clients from their day spa life center in bonita springs florida i got a little peek into their facility and their team by watching the pre-release documentary lighter a ketamine experience coming to a platform near you soon this film takes you through the process and experiences of real people experiencing relief from chronic pain anxiety depression addiction ocd and other chronic debilitating conditions In as few as a half dozen sessions over a couple of weeks, lives are changed and rearranged into positive, healthy people ready to take on the rest of their lives. This therapy is on the cutting edge of treatment. And what's fascinating with this medication, ketamine, is that it's not a new or novel medication. It's been approved for use in children as an anesthesia medicine for decades. It's extremely safe at higher doses and we discuss both its dissociative and psychedelic actions. Is any of this meant to be medical advice? No way. I'm still not a doctor. Is this therapy for you? You'll need to see a medical professional to tell you that. But listen in as Charles shares both his personal and professional experience with this powerful medicine. As you listen, keep in mind what my smart nurse said. It's the structure and integration support from a therapist that results in these success stories. If you seek relief in this way, I hope you seek support from people equipped to support you along the way. There are clinics providing this therapy across the country. Some of them even take insurance under certain circumstances. With all psychedelics, consider starting with the Fireside Project app. The Fireside Project app is a free peer support resource for people before, during, and after a psychedelic experience. Download the app before you need it. Look for the orange circle with a white flame icon. It's also a great resource for trip sitters to have ready to go. Get it now on Google Play or in the Apple Store. You can also text 62 Fireside. That's 623-473-7433 to get started with this free Live peer to peer psychedelic support service. This is not an authorized endorsement. I'm just sharing a wonderful community resource with you. Learn more from them directly on their website, firesideproject.org. Without any further commentary, and keeping in mind that I'm not a doctor, please enjoy this interview with Charles Patty from MySelf Wellness. I have been really excited about this conversation since Miami. Um, Charles, I watched your documentary and um, oh my gosh, I knew I would probably cry at some point during this interview, but I didn't know. I didn't know it would be so soon. But what we're talking about today touches so many people like depression and anxiety have touched me in my life. I've lost people to suicide who, um, you know, my brother, and, um, it's a real conversation about real things that touch real people. And after watching lighter, uh, your ketamine documentary, I just the opportunity to speak to you is just a privilege for me. And I'm so thankful. Could you introduce yourself and I'll get my emotions together while you do it. (laughs)
1: Well, first of all, thank you so much, Catherine. I really appreciate all of the, the kind words. And uh, I am uh, Charles Patty and I am the brand ambassador at Myself Wellness. We are in Bonita Springs, Florida, and we actually do ketamine, psychedelic ketamine therapy. Uh, we do medical cannabis uh, referrals and therapy, psychiatry. We teach people about yoga, meditation, healthy lifestyle changes, breath work, that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. So I was introduced to you through uh Canadelic Miami. I got to go there and be a speaker and um it was a great it was a great show. Um followed up with Abby after the event and she sent me a link to your documentary that hasn't been released yet. And can you can you tell us a little bit about that project?
1: So we actually filmed lighter. Um it's a Ketamine documentary and It basically touches um, on my story where I suffered from depression, anxiety, and a fear of death um, for many years of my life, and I self-medicated with drugs and alcohol and other substances. And it was through the use of uh, ketamine therapy and other psychedelic medicines, I actually alleviated all that out of my life. But it also... uh, it, it's about um, our facility, Myself Wellness. It has Dustin Robinson, aka Mr. Psychedelic Law, in it. Uh, du- we work closely with Dustin. He's a good friend, and uh, he touches up on some of the laws behind psychedelics and ketamine specifically. Um, it has Dr. Andrew Ferber, who is actually our medical director and psychiatrist, Dr. Michelle Weiner, who gets into a lot of the science behind ketamine. And uh, it also follows some of our clients uh, through the it talks about their success stories with the medicine and what their personal experiences and what their profound experiences were like, like, and uh, what the goal was is to really, you know, break the taboos and let everybody know about, you know, psychedelic ketamine assisted therapy and let people know that there is hope that, you know, people don't have to suffer anymore. There is an FDA approved medicine out there that you can use legally at a facility that is not only causing physiological healing to the neuropathways in the brain, causing new neuroplasticity, which is new neuroconnections, but also helping the brain create more dopamine naturally. So we're getting people off antidepressants, benzodiazepines, antipsychotic medications, street drugs, alcohol, and more.
0: That's amazing. Um, Oh my gosh, there's so much to talk about. Um but I would love, I would love to start first with your story because it's very powerful and it's something I think so many of us can resonate with and relate to where we have success in our lives, like personal success, professional success. We've got a great partner. We have beautiful children. We have enough money and yet, and yet, and yet we're not okay. We're not okay. Even inside our own skin, you know what I mean? And so Tell me a little bit about your story if you'd like to share.
1: So um, my father died when I was very young. I was like six years old when my dad died. And it sent me into an incredibly depressed state. You know, even being so young, I had this fear of death. I used to literally wake up every single day and the first thought that would go through my head was, am I going to die today? Mm -hmm. You know, and it actually led me to start drinking at a very young age, following my father's death. I had had a couple sips of alcohol that, you know, like my grandparents and my mom had get, you know, it's like, Oh, here, have a sip of wine. And I felt this sense of relief, like instantly. Mm. And I was Mm. like, okay, this is what I need in my life. Even being that young, you know, and it was depression, anxiety, the fear of death. You know, and and the PTSD of like losing my father and then through the years of starting to dive into alcohol and other substances, I was in more traumatic experiences and I never thought that I was going to have a quote unquote normal life. I, I always thought that I was going to be an alcoholic or a drug addict and I figured I would end up dying like that one day. And it was through the use of psychedelic medicines that I actually alleviated all of this out of my life. You know, I used DMT and psilocybin mushrooms, MDMA, and then ketamine was really the icing on the cake for my psychedelic journey at the end. And I have to say that there, if it wasn't for these medicines, I wouldn't be having this conversation with you today. Um, And I feel like it is my purpose to be of service to humanity and, and let people know that, you know, you don't have to suffer anymore, that that these medicines can heal people in a beautiful way when used for their therapeutic value in the right setting and integrated properly.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's so powerful, Charles, because I think so many of us can resonate with that, like early experiences that got us on a trajectory that maybe you know somewhere there's a parallel universe where where we didn't take that path you know what I mean but this mm-hmm. is the one we're on now and um I think that your point you know there's a lot of people who reach for mushrooms let's say and they're very popular now and um even right I mean right here on my desk I've got like mushroom chocolates, beautifully packaged, looking amazing, you know, and it's still a traditional market item that you can't just go buy somewhere. Sometimes we have that psychedelic experience that is also healing, looking for something, looking for a recreational high, you know, this is good medicine, whether you mean for it to be or not, you know? Yes.
1: I, well, you know, like I'll I'll tell you the first profound psychedelic experience that I had that really started me on a course to changing my life was years ago I, I had um, I was on MDMA I had taken some MDMA and right when the MDMA started kicking in one of my friends was there and he actually had ketamine on him and he handed me a bag and he's like hey do you want to do you want to try this and I was like oh yeah sure let's go you know and I had done ketamine a couple other times recreationally but that night something profound happened to where when I did it all of the sudden, the entire room broke out the quantum mechanics and I could see all of the energy and all of the atoms vibrating and everything. And then I sat down in a chair and I looked up and there was a geometric portal opening above me in the ceiling. And I was pulled down like I was being lowered in a slingshot where I was skyrocketed out of my body into deep space. Where I was in the presence of higher dimensional beings and Jesus was there. And, like, I'm not a religious person, I'm a very spiritual person, but this was my experience. And basically, the gist of that experience was you know, it it told me that I needed to, you know, get my life together and and stop abusing myself and actually be there to help other people, which I was just like, you know, how am I ever going to help anybody at this time? And uh, I was told about, you know, like how we're all connected and that we're like the oneness of everything and that the answer to everything is love. And I'm not going to say I completely got myself together after that night because I didn't have anybody to integrate it properly with, you know, And, and I actually felt a little bit more alone going into it than I did coming out. But then it was through the use of DMT. And then psilocybin, which was what you just touched on. I had a six gram mushroom experience where I went out into the universe and realized and became that I I, I became one with everything. Everything in existence became with the creator of everything, source, God, consciousness, whatever you want to call it. And when I came back down from my experience and I realized that we are all a part of God or consciousness, we're all extensions of this, that literally every time that I was taking drugs or alcohol, I was poisoning God. And it was Mm. this shell shocking experience to me where, you know, I got on my knees and I'm looking up and I'm, I got my hands like, you know, and and I'm like, I'm so sorry. And I was crying Mm. and it was just this amazing, beautiful experience in the end where I was like, okay, now it's time for me to really get myself together and and start treating myself like the extension of the divine that I am.
0: And not just for yourself. When you treat yourself well, you do a service to me. You do a service to everyone else in the community. If we were all healthy, you know, I've reflected a lot about this over the last two years with COVID. Like, there's big things about my physical health that I want to change, and COVID has brought that top of mind, you know? Like, it's out to get fat people (laughs) and I don't want it to get me, you know? And so I, I, but when I'm healthier, everybody in my circle is healthier. I'm a mommy. So if I'm eating better, my whole family's eating better, whether they want to or not. Right. I lead that charge. And by extension, when I'm healthier, I can be better of service to my neighbors. When I'm healthier, I'm not a draw on the system that, that could be serving somebody else. When I'm healthier, I help people that I don't even know because I'm a more positive part of the community. You know what I mean? And uh, 100%. in real ways, Charles, in real absolute ways, I'm as far away from you. Well, almost as I can get, I'm way across the country in California and you getting healthier has served me because now I'm talking about ketamine therapy and people's lives are changing. So that vision was spot on.
1: Well, I appreciate that. And, you know, listen, psychedelic medicines gave me the ability to love myself. They re- I, I hated myself. I, I couldn't look at myself in the mirror for a lot of years. You know, I got to some very, very low lows. I was an IV drug user. I was addicted. You know, I used to weigh 300 pounds at one point because I had eating addic- addictions. I would scratch off ticket addictions, uh, women addictions. I was addicted to everything that took me out of myself because I couldn't stand myself for a very long time. And the fact is, is that when I had the when I these medicines gave me the ability to love myself properly, then I actually had the ability to love other people properly,
0: Mm -hmm. because if
1: you can't love yourself, then you really can't love other people, Mm -hmm. you know, And, and and it is it's a ripple effect. You know, it's like if I'm in a good place mentally and I go about my day, you know, and and somebody cuts me off in traffic and and I go and I, you know, just say everything's perfect, everything's divine and and I go into a, a happy place instead of flicking them off and cursing at them and screaming at them and then taking it out on the next person that I see that day, it's this ripple that continues, you know? And so like, I'm a huge advocate and believer in the, in the laws of attraction. I believe that we, you know, we're, we're magnets for, for what we put out into the, into the universe. And, and I really try to go about my days by putting as much positive energy out there. So, you know, it reciprocates and comes back towards me.
0: I know, I know a lot of the people listening have had similar experiences to you. You know, a lot of my friends and, and, and people who listen to this show are people who are already experimenting with psychedelics and people who, like me, who already have mushroom chocolates lined up for the next flight and, mm-hmm. and things like that. But there's a lot of people who are not going to buy street drugs to have this experience that is so far outside of their comfort zone that like we we can't you can't get from here to there and that's where um, my self wellness comes in that's where we can have the kind of revelations that you've had that were life-changing but we can do it in a way that feels really safe and tell me how you build those levels of intention and set and setting around this medicine so that people are, have a level of comfort that they're willing to try.
1: Well, you know, like I want to get into that. first, you know, like I had to do a lot of this stuff in a non-clinical setting, which I don't really advocate for anymore just because our number one priority is people's safety. Okay. And so like You don't have to do that anymore. You can come to a place like myself, wellness, and have a profound therapeutic psychedelic experience that'll change your life. You know, and the thing is, is that, we are your perfect blend of East meets West here. We do bring, you know, the, the meditation and the breath work and all of that kind of stuff into the equation. Um, But you know, our, our facility, even though we are a medical facility feels the farthest thing away from a medical facility that you could possibly go to. When we were opening up, I explained to everybody, I'm like, nobody wants to go trip or, you know, have a psychedelic experience in a doctor's office.
0: (laughs) On a, (laughs) on a paper sheet. Yeah. Uncomfortable. Don't. If there's a tissue paper sheet, I'm not there
1: for it, Charles. I'm just not. (laughs) A hundred percent. So, you know, we we feel like a day spa here. Um, It's very comfortable, you know, recliners in our rooms. You get your personal room. There's diffusers and we have meditation music. And every single person that works at Myself wellness has firsthand experience. Healing with psychedelics has firsthand experience. Healing with ketamine. And I have to tell you all that... An muscular shot of ketamine at the right dose is very, very comparable to an hour-long DMT experience or an hour-long macro dose of psilocybin where we have people coming out of their treatments all of the time saying that they, they met God that they were Mm. telepathically speaking with the divine. Um, We have people having a lot of these Jesus experiences that aren't religious people. I had one of my friends who's a doctor, his wife came in for treatments. During one of her treatments, she said she flew on one of the dragons from Avatar and, and then ended up at the Taj Mahal after she flew on the back of this dragon through deep space. But then during another one of her treatments, she says she was out in the cosmos meditating with Jesus and Buddha you know, and sometimes people say that they're in contact with deceased relatives during these treatments. Uh, Sometimes people will go back and revisit a traumatic experience that they've been through and watch it from a third party perspective and, you know, process it, release it and let it go. So it no longer holds them back on their healing journey. Um, You know, There's something very magical about ketamine because ketamine is actually not classified as a psychedelic. It's a dissociative. And see, psychedelics work on the serotonin receptors in the brain where ketamine actually works on the NMDA receptors. And there's something really special about that because usually after a psychedelic experience, maybe the next day with with your typical psychedelics, you might feel a little bit of a low and it's because you've drained all these natural feel-good chemicals from your brain where Ketamine actually turns on your feel-good chemicals. It makes you feel really good. So usually people wake up feeling fantastic the next day. Um, Also, though, because it's a dissociative and it's a a dissociative anesthetic by trait, um, there's something magical about disassociation.
0: Yeah, let's talk about that for a minute because that is a big difference between what we think of as traditional psychedelic therapy where I'm thinking psilocybin or, you know, even MDMA or LSD assisted therapy and ketamine, it feels like the power of it is in that ability to take a third party view Because imagine like I am, I am the nicest lady. I am the nicest lady to you, Charles. I will listen to your story. I will hug it out with you. I will hold your hand. I will cry. I will lay hands on you. I will pray for you. I will be so kind and so gentle to you. And then with my own self, I'll be like, fucking Catherine, why did you do that? You fucking idiot. Why are you, you know what I mean? I don't reserve any of that compassion for my own self-talk. You know, and so to be that third party to myself, to be able to look at an experience that I had, maybe, or look at some feelings that I have from the from outside of me, from that disassociated state, is very powerful in my life. Because if I can apply some of that compassion to me that I would willingly apply to a stranger. I'm nicer to strangers than I am to myself. If I treated you all the way I treat myself, I would not have all these friends. I wouldn't, yeah. you know? No. And so tell me the difference, that kind of subtlety between psychedelic and dissociative and, and where the crossover is for ketamine. Cause that's really interesting.
1: Well, you know, even though it's not a psychedelic by definition, like I said, it's very comparable to an hour long DMT trip or whatever and and because there's no real see so ketamine is a dissociative anesthetic by trait, which means that it's been used in operating rooms for surgeries and they put people into a um, anesthetic state with it. There's something really ma- magical about that actually, the that aspect of the medicine because. Typical psychedelic experiences, you might be able to overthink things or you might be able to keep in a thought loop over and over or you'll be have, you know, this chatter in your mind where ketamine shuts that chatter down.
0: Yeah, it really,
1: you know, it, it like, you know, it calms and quiets the mind. It sends people into the deepest meditative state possible. And we're using sub-anesthetic doses here. So like, this is like one-tenth of what you would give somebody going into surgery. Also, by the way, ketamine is the safest, least toxic anesthetic on the market. I'm sure some people have heard it. Oh, isn't ketamine a horse tranquilizer? And it's like, yes, ketamine (laughs) is so safe. It's so safe that they use it on animals too. Also, it's it's, (laughs) because isn't that
0: silly? That whole horse medicine thing. I don't want to sidetrack there, but yes, like penicillin is horse medicine. (laughs) If a horse has an infection and you give them enough of it, but ketamine, forget forget horses for a second. Ketamine is what they would give one of my children if my children needed surgery. It's the number one pediatric anesthetic pediatric you give this to babies
1: yes one and a half years old they've actually done studies with where they've given one and a half year olds ketamine as an anesthetic uh my third I, i i was previously married and i have a stepson named jordan and he fell off of his bike uh a few months back and he broke his arm in two places jordan's 14 now but when they took him to the emergency room they gave him ketamine while See? he was in the emergency yeah. room, so they could set his arm back properly. It's like this is an incredibly safe medicine that they found out was doing all of these other amazing things. So, so it's like we are using it off label for depression, anxiety, PTSD, OCD, bipolar, addiction issues, and a string string of other things. But, um, but it's incredibly beautiful medicine. And back to the the disassociated state part is. You know, it sends you into a meditative state. That's mm. what that's what I would basically tell people is that, you know, this is a tool for meditation. I joke around and tell people you can achieve what a Buddhist monk that's been meditating for 50 years can achieve in an hour at our facility. It, it's completely <laughs> awesome and, and profound. But when you know, society programs us to not show any emotions, to stuff any kind of traumatic things we've had. Don't show any emotions. Emotions make you weak. Just keep moving forward. That's not how we're supposed to live as human beings. So we have all this clutter, all of this trauma, and we stuff it in the back of our minds. And then this could have been something that happened 20, 30 years ago. And now we're incredibly depressed. We have anxiety. We're trying all of these different psych meds because we don't know why we feel so uncomfortable. And it's probably something we hadn't processed from the past. So... When people get into a disassociated state, it takes the blocks down that's holding these repressed traumas and it allows you to process it release it, and let it go and the, the other psychedelics really don't achieve that up to that level in my eyes and I have to tell you out of all of the medicines I used on my healing journey for me personally and I had some very spiritual experiences like everybody heard about but ketamine did for my depression, anxiety, and the peaks and valleys that I would go through in my mood. And it it it, that's what it really worked on. On top of that, it brought me to the most cool calm centered collected place that I had ever thought I could get to and it was actually the the icing on the cake in my psychedelic journey like I don't do psychedelic medicines anymore I haven't used ketamine we did I did the protocol of treatments we were going to do when we opened up the facility and I actually haven't done a ketamine treatment in over two and a half years and I don't use psychedelic medicines anymore just because it really got me to that place where you know Alan Watts used to say you know psychedelics are like a telephone receiver. You pick up the receiver, you put it to your ear, you listen to the message. And it's, it's important to put the receiver back down and apply yeah. what you've learned yeah. to your life. Yeah. I got the message and I kept getting the same message over and over again. And it's like, you're healed now. Now you need to get out there and help other people heal and manifest your own reality and and really let people know about the beautiful benefits of these medicines.
0: Well, and that and that is another part of the power of uh, my self wellness and having a structured clinic environment, even if it's the day spa vibe. Having people that can help you integrate this psyche the psychedelic experience. So let's talk about that for a minute because it's not like. We don't go to myself wellness to have a trip and go home. Tell me about what the process is like to be your client and how um, how immersive it is, and how much unpacking there is after that psychedelic dissociated experience.
1: So, our typical protocol would be somebody would come in; they'd usually have a cons- consultation with me. I'll tell them the, some of the benefits of the medicine and what it's done for me personally. Then they would have their initial meeting with Dr. Ferber, Um, Dr. Ferber would diagnose them and approve them for the treatments if he saw that they were fit for them. And then they would come in and meet with our therapist, Hannah. And she does uh, pre-treatment therapy with them and tells them what to expect from the treatments. People would go in for their first experience. Um, And then after they're coming out of their experience, Hannah's there to talk to them again. OK, mm-hmm. and this is the integration, integration, mm-hmm. integration, integration that it is incredibly important to process what experience you had and talk about it and realize, like, you know, what you, what what this experience showed you and what how it, you know, trans- it, how it's coming to effect in your life and what you need to do to work on. And then we do three meetings with our doctor. You get one-on-one therapy pre and post through the process of your treatments with Hannah. And then everybody that works here, like I said, is healed from the medicine. It's from our nursing staff included. So we're all here to hold people's hands and help them process and integrate their experiences. Like I said, I had that amazing, profound experience years ago with my first... Uh, profound experience where I had all of this, you know, divine messaging, and I felt more alone than I did coming out of it, because I didn't have anybody to talk to about it. So that, you know, the medicine is a catalyst, it's a catalyst to get rid of the depression, the anxiety, it gives you the opportunity to grab the reins of your own life. And then the integration to integrate these experiences is incredible. It's just as important, if not more important than the medicine itself.
0: Now, you mentioned that you guys use uh, intramuscular injection of ketamine. I know there's lots of different ways to do it. There's lozenges, nasal spray, IV. How did you determine that that was the best delivery system for your clients?
1: So we do offer IV. We do have oral doses, the trogies of ketamine. Um, we do a majority of intramuscular shots because the real benefits like this mental reset or this taking the blocks down that I was explaining before, it happens when you're in a true disassociated state and no, I'm not a medical professional, but our doctor agrees with me and, and, and pretty much everybody that's done the treatments here where when there was something really magical about all of the medicine hitting the system at one time in a shot, it mm-hmm. sends you into these truly disassociated states. The, the, um, Profound psychedelic experiences, if you will, and I'm not saying that IV isn't effective. It is. It has amazing healing benefits as well. Um, There, it it is over a 45 minute drip, though, so all of the medicine slowly being administered. Um, We did oral doses for people's first treatments for a while, just to ease them into it and ease them back out. But we actually noticed that the oral doses were causing people to get much more um, nauseous and sick from the medication. Mm. So we actually start now our treatments, we'll do a stacked shot, which is we administer half of the dose or our nursing staff administer half of the dose, uh, first. And then about 20 minutes later, they'll give the rest of the medicine. And then we move into the full dose with the intermuscular shot. So all of the ways of administering do have efficacy. It's just, we really think that intermuscular shots are the way to go.
0: Yeah, um, in my own personal life, I have a, a daughter who's a nurse and she's working on her doctorate. She'll be a doctor of nurse practice in psychiatry. That's her specialty. So her day job is that she lives in Portland, Oregon, and she is an emergency room nurse at a mental hospital um in Portland, Oregon. So <laughs> if you want to put somebody on your prayer list, <laughs> that's the one. Um but in her, um, she's working on clinicals right now. And I was so excited because she thinks I'm wacky. Like, I'm her wacky mom that has, like, a crazy cannabis mushroom podcast and goes around and, and goes to these crazy shows or whatever. And when I told her about your documentary, I was, like, so stoked because I'm like, look, honey, our work lives overlap because she's doing clinicals in a ketamine-assisted therapy clinic in Portland, Oregon, and Vancouver, Washington, And, um, it's what she's seeing resonates so much with what you're talking about. It's stunning. Like for people, this doesn't work for everybody, but for the people it works for, it works like nothing else. It's like a lock and a key. And the stories that she has are uh, kind of like what you're saying. It's, it's right on the edge of unbelievable, especially if you've been dealing with anxiety, depression, OCD, these things your whole life to think that there's something that works this well is almost too good to be true.
1: No, I, I, I get it. And, and honestly, even our doc, our, our, psychiatrist, Dr. Andrew Ferber, he's been a psychiatrist for over 60 years, a meditator for over 50 years. He was friends with Ram Dass and Timothy Leary. His first LSD experience was in 1957. Uh, he lived with Osho for 20 years and he's helped over 20,000 people heal from PTSD and he's, well, he's treated that many people. And he actually said that when we started doing this, he's never seen anything like this in his entire life before. And that's from a man who's seen everything, you know, and we have an astronomical success rate of getting people off of all their pharmaceutical meds. We had a gentleman that hadn't left his house in almost five years. He was on 20 years worth of Xanax. He was drinking himself into an oblivion every single night before he went to bed, before he passed out. During, after his second treatment, he was weaning off the Xanax. After his third treatment, he came in. He's like, I quit drinking alcohol. He's like, I didn't come here to quit drinking. I just feel so good. I don't want to do it anymore. After his sixth treatment, he bought a plane ticket and went on vacation. Now, it's been over a year since he finished his treatments, and I'm still friends with him. He just took another vacation it's amazing. We got a lady off of a 30-year crack addiction. We have another gentleman that we just treated. We got him off nine different medications. These are people that have been suffering for 10, 20, 30 years sometimes. There's another psychiatrist that we actually treated, and he in his first two treatments that he went through, he'd processed over 50 years worth of trauma in his first two treatments. You know, so it's like, This stuff, and I hate to use the word, but it's more or less magical what it's doing for people. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's undeniable. Did I get into the AUD study they did out of Canada? No. no. Okay, so there's a company that just did a clinical study out of Canada. And if somebody goes to, it was for AUD, which is alcohol use disorder. Typically, if somebody goes to detox, then they do a 28-day stay in rehab, then they go to a 12-step meeting like, you know, a few times a week for the rest of their lives, there is a 3 to 5% long-term sobriety percentage, which is like nothing. You know, these are incredibly low numbers. You'd think they'd be higher. They just did this study out of Canada after six months after they did this study, 86% of the people that they gave ketamine treatments to hadn't had one sip of alcohol. That's 86% from 3 to 5%. Another thing a lot of people don't know is Bill Wilson, who was the co-founder of Ooh, with Dr. Bob uh, of Alcoholics Anonymous? Come on, used psychedelic medicines in his healing journey. All right, he actually had a belladonna extract experience while he was in detox, where he had a spiritual awakening and he saw visions of the future with a society of alcoholics helping each other stay sober. And then, twenty years into his recovery, he actually started using LSD for his own depression. So it's like. The godfather of Alcoholics Anonymous was used in psychedelics and medicines too.
0: Can we and can we talk about that for a minute? Because um, yeah. my name's my name's Catherine. I'm an alcoholic. Like I say that at least once or twice a week at a meeting. I'm thankful for AA. I'm thankful for people in my life who've achieved sobriety through AA and working the 12 steps in that community. I'm thankful for it. And and I um I saw an article recently about I was reading about Bill W and his experience with LSD and his letters. There are letters between him and Carl Jung, the famous uh, psychologist, talking about how LSD, uh, cutting out a little bit, talking about how LSD helped him in his sobriety journey. And, you know, I am shamelessly California sober. You know, I don't drink, but I do use cannabis. I do use mushrooms. I'm about to come to Florida and use ketamine (laughs) (laughs) with my new friend, Charles. So, you know, I, I'm saddened that my friends in AA can't, or maybe a lot of my friends in AA aren't willing to have that conversation. Because I, and and it's been successful for them and I'm stoked for them. I'm stoked on the 12 steps, but I know that working the 12 steps helps make me a better person. But I also know that I can eat a handful of mushrooms and I can experience six months of step work for me. You got it. Right.
1: We have, we have, you know, Dr. Ferber says that we're doing anywhere from like five to 10 years worth of therapy on people and six treatments at our facility. And, And it's the truth. Listen, I love Alcoholics Anonymous. I love the 12 steps. It's a spiritual based program. So if everybody on the planet worked the 12 steps, what a different kind of world that we would live in. That being said though, Bill Wilson wanted to add LSD as like the 13th step of Alcoholics (laughs) Anonymous. And the reason is, is because people are having true spiritual awakenings from Mm -hmm. psychedelic experiences. So You know, if you go to meetings, if you're in recovery and you've worked the 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 steps, and you're already living by spiritual guidelines, if you have a profound psychedelic experience, it's going to be unbelievable for your life. Because mm-hmm. the fact is, is that you're already doing all of the work, you already did all of the work, you know, it's like, we have people that come in that haven't done any of the work like that. And I have a tons of people that you know, and so it's harder, they have to start really reprogramming their entire life and the way they live it. But I have a ton of friends that are in recovery, that you know, five, 10, 14 years of sobriety that have come in and done treatments at the facility. And they're like, Oh, my gosh, like, Oh, OK. Because, you know, because see, the thing is, is that we're all we're all medicating something with with whatever the mm-hmm. substance is, whether it's alcohol, whether it's cocaine, whether it's, you know, food, whatever it is. It doesn't matter. It's food, all just
0: porn TV, likes on Instagram, scratch it, tickets, crypto, crypto wins. I know people addicted to crypto. They wake up in the middle of the night to see if they should trade or sell or buy. It's silly pants
1: these these are symptoms of what the real underlying issue is. And you know, my own personal issue was like, I would get sober for six months, and then all of my depression would come back, all of my anxiety would be there. All of the stuff that I was medicating with outside substances was still there. And so I'd end up relapsing because I felt so miserable. See the ketamine and other psychedelics, it's, it's getting to the root issues of why we need to medicate in the first place. So it's like, this is going to change the way that the recovery community, once they once it stops being so taboo and once people get a little more open minded, the actual relapse rate is going to go down exponentially. And, you know, it, it's going to change people. You know, the overdose rate going to go down. It, it's going to be amazing. But, you know, people really need to open their eyes to the fact of that. This is therapeutic medicine It's all about the intention that you're putting behind this. Did I used to take copious amounts of psychedelics when I was younger and not get any therapeutic value from it? Sure. But I didn't have the intention of healing. I was looking for external pleasures rather than going within and doing the hard, deep work. And if people use these medicines with the right intention for the right reasons, it's going to change the game.
0: No, I, I completely agree. Tell me on a real, like just real fundamental logistics level how how does it work for so i'm in california you're all the way in florida if i wanted to take advantage of your services how does it work how does it work with insurance is it all self-pay do i come and i stay there what do i do like tell me how i would take advantage of your services and how i would engage
1: so what we do here, myself, well, is we've had people fly in from all over the country to get treated. Um, we actually do six treatments. It's two treatments a week over a three-week period. Um, we have done it faster for people that were flying in from out of town. We can get all of the treatments done in around nine days. Uh, we have a hotel that's literally across this parking lot from our facility. And I have one of our clients that has 11 Airbnbs that surround the facility as well. You know, we're right by the beach. It's beautiful atmosphere. And, um, you know, we, you'd come in and you'd start your treatment. You'd meet with Dr. Ferber. You, you know, we would have somebody do a zoom meeting with Dr. Ferber to make sure they were approved for the treatments and then they can fly in and, you know, we can help connect them with somewhere to stay. We'll do the treatments. And um, you know, this is literally, you know, two to three weeks of your life that could change the rest of your life it's just it's phenomenal what this is actually doing for people
0: yeah what is your capacity like how many people can you serve in a week or a day i mean do you have a, a limit to how many clients you can take on right now
1: no so yeah so so um we can run roughly uh 16 treatments a day for more facility
0: mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um
1: and, and that would pretty much be max capacity we run treatments four days a week usually because we just do the treatments two days a week for people so it would be like a monday thursday tuesday friday um i mean we will you know when, when it gets incredibly busy then we could open up that wednesday but as for now it's good enough and uh you know
0: do you what are some what are some I'm, I'm, I'm trying to imagine who is the youngest client you've seen it's something in my life that I've noticed. And maybe it's because I have teenage kids, but um, our kids are struggling right now. Our youth are struggling these last two years with all of the disruptions because of covid and all of the political unrest and all of the. Like, it's a stressful world right now, and it's stressful for our kids. And um, I'm in California, so it's kind of the opposite of Florida in terms of COVID policy. We've been really shut down, really masked, really separated, really isolated, and a lot of young people are struggling. And, you know, thinking of all of those young people, what are, what are some of the thoughts you have about young people and, and these kind of therapies?
1: So I actually sat down with our psychiatrist um, when we first started, when we first opened up. And I I asked him, because he's our medical director, I'm like, can we treat young people, please? And he's Mm -hmm. like, why would you want to do that? And I'm like, because if I would have had access to this when I was young, Mm -hmm. because I started Mm -hmm. doing what I was doing at such a young age, I said I could have saved myself 20 years worth of misery. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, and and the fact is, is that we're in the middle of a mental health crisis right now. You know, young people are getting not only bullied at school, but cyber bullied. Kids are committing suicide (sighs) at younger and younger ages. And so as of right now, we've the youngest person that we have treated was 16 years old, but we actually will treat nine and up. Yeah. And, and, you know, and and, and, and I'm not and I'm not saying that we are going to send a nine year old into a (laughs) deep, profound psychedelic experience. The dosing protocol would be different and we would most likely run like, you know, a, a lower dose IV on somebody that age rather than doing an intramuscular shot because it would, you know, but but that being said, though this is the safest, least toxic anesthetic on the market. And I have a feeling like, you know, if you really want to like go deep about it, I I think that the divine God, whatever you want to call it, had plans for this medicine Mm. because you can safely use it on young people. Mm -hmm. You can Mm -hmm. use it incredibly safely on young people and young people are out there suffering more and more. So I think that this is huge for them.
0: I do, and you know that persistent. You you know you described being a very young child and having that an unhealthy attraction towards alcohol, and kind of that that feeling. And I feel like so many times we are so willing to to put garbage in front of our kids, but then we recoil when we talk about healing things we can do with our kids because that seems like something for adults. You know what I mean? Like we won't bat an eye at giving. ADHD methylphenidate medicine to a nine-year-old or an eight-year-old, but ketamine, what are you talking about? Or something therapeutically helpful. And I love that you're willing to have that conversation. I think it says a lot about, um, both the safety of the medicine and how in touch you are with the struggle that a lot of us resonate with of just having those negative thoughts and feelings for so long growing up. I wonder about uh, Florida. Was it was Florida just because that's where you are and that's where your team is, or was there yeah. something special about Florida and the regulations in Florida that made it possible for you to have the clinic there? Oh, we kind of froze up a little bit. You're back. Did it kick you out? Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. We were glitched.
0: Okay. But you're back. Um, tell me about Florida. Is Florida just where you all happen to be? Or did you all pick Florida because of any kind of regulation or anything? Or was that just where your team was?
1: No. So, so yeah, I've always been in Florida. Um, and that, so we are based at, it's right between Naples, Florida and Fort Myers. It's called Bonita Springs. Um, that being said, though, this was ground zero, and we actually are already in talks of expansion. Um, we'll be going throughout the state of Florida, and we actually have talks of expanding to Ohio, New York, Atlanta, and Pittsburgh right now. So hopefully, all of that stuff will fall into place synchronistically. But uh, but yeah, this is you know this is ground zero, but we do want to end up taking it worldwide eventually. We back.
0: Yeah. And I have him back again. Um, I'm thankful that you're expanding because I just want everybody, I want everybody to have access to this. What, what are some ways that people can, can be in touch with you and can get access to this medication?
1: So we are on Facebook at myself wellness. Um, our website is www.myselfwellness.center. Um, you can hit me up on LinkedIn I'm Charles P-A-T-T-I, Patty, at Myself Wellness, um, and uh, that's pretty much it.
0: Uh, and you've got in your documentary, when is that being released? Because I want to share it with everyone. I've been so good. Abby told me not to share it with anybody, and I haven't, but I want to.
1: Yeah, so so you know, we're actually talking to some different distribution companies right now, and and uh, we have some people that are very interested in it. We just want to make sure it goes to the right place where it's going to have the most eyes on it because this is really about breaking those taboos. But uh, hopefully, right in the near future, hopefully it'll uh, when it does get when it is getting released somewhere, I'll be in touch and let you know. But you know, if you have a copy of it and you wanted to show it to somebody that you personally trust, I wouldn't be opposed to that.
0: Uh, well I'd like to share it with my daughter because this is the work that she's doing and I'm stoked that she's part of helping people in this way I'm excited Excellent. about it
1: Beautiful, uh,
0: Charles Patty I appreciate you very much myself wellness and that's myself wellness center yep. um, I'm really excited about the work that you're doing and um, I want more of it I want more of it for more people that's what I want
1: Let's get you out here, and let's get you, let's get you some treatments.
0: I like that. I like that. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop recording, but don't hang up just yet till it uploads, okay? Carbon Chemistry is a leading supplier of materials used in cannabinoid purification and distillation. Years ago, manufacturers lacked a reliable source for acquiring chemicals used to make cannabis oil. Carbon chemistry solved that problem by providing a variety of proven, hand-selected products for the industry. You have high standards and you should, because you have a legitimate business to run. We believe our industry deserves the same level of professionalism and reliability other markets enjoy. Working with carbon chemistry means you'll be respected, supported, and heard. We will be timely, consistent, and thorough in all that we do. And if we ever mess up, we'll make it right. That's our commitment to you. When you purchase Carbon Chemistry Media, we promise the highest quality, best price, and consistent results. Oil purity is a direct result of the materials and processes used during production. The most respected brands trust Carbon Chemistry's array of absorbance and filtration media when quality is of the essence. Carbon chemistry exists to make your life easier. We want to help you develop the best products available and keep your customers coming back for more. Let's exceed your customers' expectations together. Reach out today and see why leading brands trust carbon chemistry and you should too. Tell them Kat sent you.